and welcome to Once When I Was Cool, a weekly podcast of varying degrees of success, I guess, really. Uh, my name's Dave, and joining me in the room yet again for a, a fourth consecutive episode, we. Hello, mate. It's uh, good to still be here. Haven't really had time to go anywhere else. It's been great. We've just done some mass recordings. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah, some back to back to back, but we don't want to ruin the magic of that. And more magic that brings you out to your ears is our producer, Simon, who's just here. How are you, Simon? Hello, Simon. He's looking good. You know, Simon's uh, Simon's a dad himself and a busy man as he is. Yes. Yes, he is. Hmm. So on that sort of note, I guess we should get into it. So um, we once when I was cool, we used to have kids shows and the kids shows used to have weird sort of mascots on it that were usually people dressed up in big suits um, or, you know, puppets of some sort of description. Do you remember any of them? Oh, absolutely. I remember I, I could just rattle them off, but I'm not going to ruin the oh, surprise that, for everyone. That'd be unusual for you. Yeah, I know. I just thought about it. Thought, All right. No, so what's the earliest one you remember? Earliest for me would be Humphrey B. Bear. Humphrey B. Bear, the big bear. He's a silent bear, of course, never said too much. And he wore, he wore a top hat and a waistcoat, but of course no pants like none of them ever did. Yeah, I never sort of got that. Why they, you know, sort of dressed the top of them and not the bottom of them. But It seemed to be mm. the thing. I mean, it was the whole porky pig. You know, and that's certainly the thing. If you're walking around today with just a T-shirt on and no pants on, it's called Porky Pig, in it? Yeah, well, I try not to do it. Well, the judge said I can't do it anymore, <laughs> especially around parks and schools. No, not judge, just a magistrate, mate. You'll no, be right. Either or. What do they know? That's right. Yeah, so Humphrey B. Bear had the Humphrey B. Bear show and did some singing and dancing and everybody seemed to love him. Um, I don't seem to really recall what happened to Humphrey Bear. No, look, I don't either. I think he was the earliest form of interpretive dance, to be honest, you know, that I can ever remember. I try and... uh, Of interpretive dance? Well, yeah, because you look at the way he had to express himself. Same with with Fat Cat. Used to be the same, never spoke, but it was... You understood what they were saying through their actions. And to me, it was a bit like interpretive dance. I think there should be more of that. I'd like to present a few things at my work through interpretive dance, but I'm told I'm not allowed. So what was the difference with Fat Cat? Didn't he? They both usually had had somebody with them, a lady of some description that was there to interpret and talk and, you know, they just did the hands and things. How was Humphrey Bear different to Fat Cat? Were they the same sort of thing, just different channels? D- different channels. I think uh, Fat Cat was a bit after Humphrey B. Bear. Was, was Fat Cat national, though, or was he just sort of like particular to Brisbane? Oh, look, I, to be honest, I, I don't know. I was thinking that, um, you know, I know Humphrey B. Bear, everyone sort of knows who he was, but uh, I think Fat Cat was more probably um, Queensland and, and Brisbane-based. Was Did they did Fat Cat, was he like a sort of morning show type thing that had cartoons in between? Was he that sort of thing, or was he... He's just purely a kids show that had just a just a kids show, and you know they used to do, you know, little bits of magic, bit of singing, all that sort of stuff. Right. Hmm. Did you ever go and see them when you were a kid? No. Look, it was, uh, and you always heard the, um, you know, the old uh, urban urban myth of you know yeah. a fat cat getting flown in on a helicopter and falling out and falling to his death in front of kids. I think that was just a bit of a herb. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard heard that one, you know, hanging too far out and sort of damaged himself. But I don't think that was particularly I, I, true. I, I don't think it was either. I don't ever remember hearing about that. No, I just, yeah. It, was, it wouldn't be me. surprising, though. Back in the day, there was always people. I remember, um, I think I've told this story before, at one Christmas uh, thing, one of the local pilots dressed up as Santa and flew his little Cessna, sort of like buzz the, buzz the street at about... 
50 or 60 metres up and, and dumped a whole heap of lollies out, you know, hard lollies in plastic out and sort of peppered the crowd. <laughs> and they were all excited until about three eyes popped out, no doubt. Oh, OH&S yeah, wouldn't allow the it these skull. days. And the, yeah, there was no one standing there to try and stop him doing anything. And I don't know how he up in a bucket of lollies, uh, he must have had someone with him, but up in a bucket of lollies out the cockpit window and then keep flying the plane and keeping it steady and then not, <laughs> not crashing into a power line. I always think now as an adult, I think back as the character people who were in them as some sort of drunk. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't think you could be too hammered flying a little plane like that. No, I'm not talking about flying, but in the in the fat cat suit and the Humphrey B. Bear suit, I just picture, you know, some sort of Will Ferrell sort of character in there drunk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, Patsy Bisco was with Fat Cat. Yeah. I didn't know that. There you go. Fat Cat's full name was Frederick Alfonso Tubsy Cat or Francis Aloysius Tomcat. Mm. There you go. All fat. Ran from 1972. Yeah, well, there you go. To 1991. There you go. I didn't know about that, but it doesn't say anything about his death. No, <laughs> I think it's one of those just urban, you know. Oh, he's a mascot of Channel 7 in Perth in telethons. Well, there you Who go. knew about telethons? There's another one we could do. Oh, absolutely. Telethons where you ring in and they'd have the sort of B and C list celebrities sitting manning the phone and you could hope that you spoke to them, but I don't think anyone ever actually got through to them. I think they were just sitting in the background pretending to talk to people. In the background on the phone, just got watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Yeah. Having yeah. a break every now and then. Yeah. You know, just looking like they were talking to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone donating... Oh, we've got Barry from Upper wherever who's just donated twenty dollars. That's fantastic. Nice one, nice one, Barry. And that would have been a fair bit of money back in the day. But the tele- telethon thing, and they'd run for twenty four hours. And I mean, yeah. God only knows what happened between three and five in the morning. Any old rubbish could have been going on then. But they'd get local celebrities and kids in, and people trying to make it. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely another one I think uh, we can do, the telethons. Yeah, yeah, and telethon, I can't even remember what they raise monies for. Oh, usually sort of, uh, a lot of it was for famine in uh, Kampuchea or, you know, Ethiopia or, hmm. you know, you know, some sort of, it could be a disaster relief of some description. Right, there you go. Another one that we had out of that after Fat Cat then was... Um, a, I guess it was a local one because we used to get NBN, which is Newcastle Television, Newcastle in um, in New South Wales, and they had one called Big Dog, and Big Dog used to come out and say goodnight to all the kiddies, and then turn up in the um, uh, turn up in the you know at all the, the local events and things going on, you know, come to the come to the um, the train station or the shopping yeah. centre or something like Nothing that. Nothing like and peer pressure from kids. Yeah, that's right. Well, we had one in, in when I was a kid, and I remember it was um, Ebenezer the Dragon. Oh, okay. And it was a... Uh, was that one local to you? Yeah, it was local. Either that or I'm really making stuff up in my head from my youth, but... Yeah, go with it. Um, he was um, he was a local one, and um, it was, he was based, I believe, out of Toowoomba. No, oh, okay. And what was he, a dragon? Yeah, like, like a sort of green dragon-y type thing. Um, and, you know, they used to, you know, do the birthday wishes and things. You know, you'd send in, you know, my birthday's on this date and they'd say happy birthday to everyone and go through it. Yeah. And um, I actually remember winning a Meccano set. 
That was big dog. I'm just showing we a photo of big oh, dog now. Big it's far far more frightening than I ever remember. Yeah, that's like. scary. We go to bed, well, big dog will come. Yeah, Look yeah. up Ebenezer the dragon. Ebenezer the dragon. Anyway, sorry, you keep yeah. talking about Ebenezer the so dragon. So I actually won a Meccano set, and I, I just thought I was the Explain bee's Meccano. Needs. So Meccano is like the a Lego Technic, but it was a metal-based um, setup. So, And I think it was like a car or something, if I, if I remember rightly. Oh, okay. Um, and, and how did you, sorry, how did you do that? So I'm still trying to look up Ebenezer the Dragon, is it? Yeah, Ebenezer the Dragon. Um, you had to send in, they wanted a, a drawing of a mascot for peanuts out at, um, where where do they do the peanuts? Out at King Roy and places oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Yep, in Queensland. So they had a competition and I did a drawing called the Aristonut. So it was a, Peanut with a top hat and a cane and a monocle. And how old were you? Twenty six. Oh no! I just uh, just before my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know they didn't know the difference. But yeah, so I, I did a. Um, Nothing for Ebenezer the Dragon, mate. Yeah. Back in the day, maybe I was making things up. It, it did have a reference for it. No, no, I had a reference for it for the Toowoomba area of Queensland, but it yeah. didn't have a photo that I could find. Okay. Mm. Did you look in images? I did, and then it had all other weird dragons and other people called Ebenezer. Okay, fair enough. Mm. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, that I won that competition. Yeah, okay. And so I got that. So one of the other um, probably better-known um, Queensland, I guess, icons was uh, Agro. agro And Agro was um, a little bit risque. On He was on with Jackie McDonald or Fiona McDonald, one of the McDonald's. One of the McDonald girls. The one that um, wasn't on Hey Hey It's Saturday and um, was on fairly, f- f- what was he on, Saturday morning cartoon type shows? Yeah, and then he did the afternoon after school shows as well. Did he? Yeah. Did he make a bit of a comeback? Yeah. Because some of the jokes he used to tell at the time were fairly rough. If you have a look at some of the YouTube clips of Agro, A-G-R-O, um, yeah, some of the things that he said, especially to that girl. I don't th- actually, well, don't think the one that he used to upset the most the was the blonde one. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Um, Fiona McDonald. It was. Um, I can't remember her name, but but he she was used always. to get really upset. Yeah, and when she did, Agro's she, cartoon connection. It was that's called. it, cartoon connection. And she used to actually turn around and slap the guy who was doing yeah, yeah, it yeah, underneath. Yeah. You'd see her get really shirty, and, and she'd be slapping him underneath the. Anne Marie bigger, oh, uh, bigger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, was she the one? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he uh, he'd uh, you know fairly get a, a, a slapping from her. And this, yeah, check it out on YouTube. There's actually some good good stuff there. And it was very adult. It was very risque. And when you think about it, you know, a lot of kids just used to think it was funny because there was a bit of banter. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, no, I didn't used to get it. And I remember when looking at those YouTube clips, I seemed he used to sort of come back to me after that. Yeah. So, you know, for me, he was a bit of an icon. And what I liked about him is um, that at the end of the day, you knew, absolutely knew he yeah. was a uh, a puppet because yeah. he always used to refer to himself as as a puppet and I'm just a, a hand inside a hand inside a puppet type of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's what um, that's what uh, Dickie Knee on Hey Hey It's Saturday used to uh, do as well. He used to, they used to call him Head on a Stick. Yeah. Because it was just a little, literally just a, a cap with a wig. Yeah. Hmm. And, he, you know, uh, I think with um, Agro and um, I can't remember who does the, um, who is the, the... Jamie Dunn. Jamie okay. Dunn. So even he does, um, still does ads now and stuff like that. 
Oh, does he? With, Jamie with Dunn a, or, or yeah. Agro? Oh, Jamie Dunn. And Agro's doing one of those, you know, uh, U-Food type um, ads as well. Um, U-Food? Uh, um, you know, one of those Home delivery ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. He's doing one of those ads at the moment. You're not thinking of Snoop Dogg? No, manulog. I'm not. Oh. Manulog. It is a manulog. You know, when they go, I'm having a such and such tonight. From oh, such no, and that's such. Um, Uber Eats, isn't it? Uh, it's one of those. Whichever one it is, yeah. Um, so going further back than that from Agro, um, probably one of the earliest ones that I remember was Mr. Squiggle. Mr. Squiggle was, was he the man from the moon? Man and he was, from the he moon. He was a marionette puppet with a big long pencil for a nose. And he used to have a friend called Blackboard who was a bit of a... a a down in the dumps kind of person that used to go, oh, and he used to oh, have yeah. Miss Jane, used to have Miss Jane, and everything was always upside down, and he'd draw things with his nose. And um, he was one of the sort of iconic Australian ones, I guess, one of those afternoon TV show type things on the ABC. Yeah, he um, used to come down in his rocket ship, his silver rocket ship, and his nose as the oh, pencil used right. to stick out the hole, yeah, and he'd land. And then they'd go through and they'd do... It was really quite bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, because he was Mr. Squiggle, the man from the moon. They'd show yeah. it coming down from the moon. He'd do you land. remember the song? Uh, Mr. Squiggle, the man from the moon. But there was more to it. Yeah, that's no, all I, I remember. Either. Have a look at it. Look it up. Have a see what you think. But he was always entertaining in so much as that he used to have... He was always seemed like a bit of a nervous character and wasn't real keen to be there and... Um, he used to draw all these obscure things that ended up being quite clever and then you'd turn it upside down and it was the proper picture and he had Miss Jane. Yeah, so I think what happened is someone had, she'd just draw a couple of lines on and then yeah. he'd look at it and draw the pencil with his nose. So you've got to think whoever was doing that, how good were they to do it with a puppet as a marionette or marionette? Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. A marionette to actually then draw these pictures. And sometimes they were up the right way, sometimes on the side. But the whole thing with um, um, the whole upside down, and you hear people still refer to it today if something's upside down, they go, oh, that's upside down, Miss Jane. Yeah. I still use it every now and then. And, yeah, and Blackboard was just grumpy. Yeah, hurry up. But do people, do people still remember when you say hurry up, Miss Jane, or thank you, Miss Jane, or something like that? Do people know what you're talking about? Only the people of my age. You know, anywhere between the 20s and 30s. Well, uh, Mr. Squiggle <laughs> went for 41 years, went from 1959 to 2000. Yeah. Or 99. So yeah. that's amazing. So awesome. And I mean, so how many people in Australia have that? Because, yeah, he used to be in black and white. Yeah, originally he was. Originally in, in black and white, yeah. Hmm. And then. Um, I think they were all still Miss Jane the whole time that I remember. No, yeah, well, that I remember. But according to this, and excuse me, going to the Oracle of All Facts is um, Wikipedia, there was Miss Gina, Miss Pat, Miss Jane, who was the most common, and then later Roxanne and Rebecca. So I don't remember any of them, so that was obviously part of it. But, yeah, that was interesting. And then at the end, he used to the the rocket ship would blow its whistle. Yeah, and he used to then have to hop back in his um, rocket ship. Right, and she'd close it up, and he'd take off back to the moon. So then they talk about in this as well as uh, on on Wikipedia, of course, uh, Gus the Snail. That's who had right. a TV for a shell. Yes, and he used to and come on, and they used to do a little, and they'd and zoom down into it. Yeah, and he'd tell knock knock jokes. Yes. Yeah. I, 
vaguely remember that now. And you then, know, they'd zoom down into the yeah. TV. That's And right. then Bill the Steam Shovel, who told corny jokes and belched steam. Oh, yes. The big yellow one in the background. Yeah, I remember him now. What was the noise it made? <laughs> yes. So that was something that I surprisingly remember a little about, considering that I remember it so well. Um, I you didn't realise about I remember the snail now, but I didn't remember the steam shovel. Yeah, and the steam shovel used to bounce on in too. And they never used to roll in, he used to sort of bounce in. Right. Yeah, amazing. Hmm. And so out of that, I guess, another one of the ABC shows that came out was uh, Mr Squiggle was really quite frightening when you look at it for the marionette with his big long neck yeah, and very his funny scary. hands and his, his big pointy hat and his, his fuzzy blue hair. Um, but I guess Play School was the other one that had... Um, had a lot of sort of well not so much puppets but they were toys weren't they big ted little ted that's what they call me at work big ted really because mm. mm. i'm big who's little ted i don't know yet mm. soon mm. to find out mm. but yeah they had big ted little ted they had jemima who was the doll rag doll jemima yeah, yeah. um i can't think of anyone else um humpty dumpty they had humpty yep did you say that already? Um, no. Yeah. Um. yeah, I can't remember. But then they used to have people on there and they'd have the three windows. You know, the arch, oh, the no, square, no. the round window. That's place. There was four, wasn't there? The, no, it only used to be three, I thought. Oh, okay. Round window, square window and the arch no, window. No. It wasn't an oblong? No. Or there a were, tetrahedron? The tetrahedron, I was thinking about it. Uh, Sean's just been, um, yeah, being what? Nothing. Being rude. No. Yeah, I think I think you mean Dave, mate. Yeah, Dave. Yep. We'll bleep that one out. We'll bleep that one yeah. out. Dave's just being a bit rude. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, mate. Who, who after that? So we've looked at um, at, we've looked at um, at, at play school is probably more, and they had sort of you know games and things like that, but didn't really have yeah, it. Yeah, arts and craft. I guess Sesame Street. You could we we won't go too into Sesame Street. Sesame Street, of course, had all the Muppets and all the other sorts of different puppets and things going on, and it was a, it was a real mismatch. But we've done a full episode on on Sesame Street, which uh, we encourage you all to go and have a listen to back in season one. And and the other ones that we talked about in season one was uh, the um, banana splits. Yeah, they were. They, yeah, I guess they were the same sort of thing, weren't they? They were those psychedelic '60s sorts of um, cool cat creatures. characters in uh, in in cosplay, basically. Well, I guess it was cosplay back in the day, but they used to sort of get around amongst it more. They used to talk, even though, or they had voices, even though their mouths never moved. They were just the the still still heads and still mouths, but they used to talk and they had dubbed over, and they used to play instruments and sing, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So the 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 characters we're talking about are more the furries of yesteryear. So, um, one way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, they are. And you know, looking at when my kids were little and growing up, uh, I'd say the only ones that were sort of really like iconic and dressed up like that were Teletubbies. With your kids, not with yourself, you yeah. mean? No, not with myself. With my kids. Yeah. Yep. So you know, when you're looking at. Um, you know, characters dressed up and doing different bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, it'll be, you know, the Teletubbies would be something that I'd say would be closest for them. Yeah, I guess going back, though, 
before before all that back to when we were kids and probably before I was ever conscious of it one of the the original ones that I remember was romper room and romper room had oh, mis- yeah. had Mr Doobie and he used to come along and all the kids would jump around after this stuffed bee that would float down from the ceiling and and do yes. all those sorts of things and I remember that um well, she was six years older than me, but I remember that was always Glenda's favourite uh, TV show was uh, Romper Room. Yeah, yeah, I could see. It was a bit, you know, bright and colourful. St- and yeah, but it started off as another one that was in black and white and eventually became... Yeah, well, you just had to imagine the colours back mm. when, when she was a child. Yeah, because, you know. being a Romper Room doobie. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the other one that I remember that I, I really loved was an English show and it had a... Uh, it, it was more a puppet than an actual character and that was... Um, that was Basil Brush. <laughs> yes. Good old Basil Brush, but the then, fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in, you know, he used to do boom, boom, whenever he had the, yeah. um, had, had, and he was quite uh, off as well with some of the things he used to say were very risque. Yes. And uh, coming out of England, it was probably a little, little bit more tolerate, tolerated, I think. But he was, um, he was sort of clever and he was a little bit more um, animated. A- a- animated, I mean, um, not by as in drawing, but he was animated in, as in had a lot more expressions and yeah. had a lot more character and a lot more, a lot quicker movements. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was. He was quite good and very um, quick witted. Hmm. Made a comeback in the sort of nineties, maybe early two thousands, and was very PC by then and wasn't wasn't nearly as. Yeah, as exciting as he used to be, not as cutting edge. Well, I don't think any of them these days, and that's where we get into today. I mean, are there actual characters like that that have, you know, puppets? No, I guess really today, from what I've seen, um, well, well, I mean, before we go on to the actual characters these days, it's there's actual TV channels and all the streaming services has kids TV shows, so it's all on demand. You don't have to go to the point of having to wait until eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning for the you know sesame street to go for 45 minutes and then play school to go for half an hour and then it's straight into tv shows you didn't have to wait you know back when we were kids you used to have to wait until those times of day and they were only on those times of day until about four o'clock in the afternoon when the kids got home from school and if you missed it, you missed it. You couldn't just watch it again the next day. No, that's exactly right. But now there's there's complete channels that kids can, you know, I remember the ABC Kids Channel, which was great when Delilah was a kid. Um, yeah, there was Nick Jr. There was, on, on TV, there was, uh, what else? But that wasn't a full channel. Was it? I thought they had the Nickelodeon channel. Mm, not that I recall. Mm. Okay. This was when we started getting all the digital channels and getting the different sorts of ones. Oh, okay. Um, and then when, even when they started, they were only kids' channels for a certain period of time and then they, in the, after sort of 8 o'clock at night, they became adult Te- TV channels. And, and teenage TV channels, sort mm. of, you know, Degrassi Junior High and then the second coming of that. And then I guess after that, um, you know, now to get into it, the kids' shows these days pretty much are only you know, cartoony type shows or animated shows or CGI type shows. The only one, and I, and I can't believe we actually forgot this being Australian, is The Wiggles with Dora... Uh, yeah, Dora the Explorer. And no, Ka- no, Dorothy the Dragon. Oh, Dorothy the Dinosaur, yes. Dorothy the... Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, sorry Dorothy I was the, thinking of Dora the you, Explorer. You're going Dora the Explorer, I'm going yeah. Dorothy the Dragon. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's how well we know them. Um, yeah, and then they had Captain Feathersword and they had a couple of other sorts of ones as well. And the Cap- Octopus, I can't remember. Henry, that. I think his name Henry was. The Henry Octopus. the Octopus. Yeah. 
Yes. So I remember having to watch those videos 43 million times when... Uh, we went and saw them live once, and they were fantastic. That was, yeah. you know, there was something in it for everyone. Even for the parents, they really yeah. made an effort, and they and they were the original Wiggles as well. They were really quite good, and we yeah. saw them at a, like a they did like a uh, a country tour where we went and saw them at a local town hall. Yep. Yeah, no, they to and I suppose that was probably the next sort of evolution. So you can see where the evolution is coming from and going through because you've got then the wiggles so you've got and but they still got these characters mm. or people drunk people dressed up in suits yeah. i don't know if they actually were drunk but i just keep picturing drunk people in <laughs> cosplay suits <laughs> on the run <laughs> uh yeah yeah so i mean look uh, there was a certain innocence around those tv shows which probably got a bit too un pc and a little bit too risque um for what they were but um they, they were certainly worthwhile at the time Good for the kids. We enjoyed them as kids, and I think my kids enjoyed it. Well, I think they did, and I think these days, I don't even know what's really out there for for kids. There may be some sort of mascot type person, but you don't see stuff around. You see more the, you know, there was the Blues Clues, there was Bob yeah. the Builder, there was yeah, but that was still sort of sort all animated, animated as well, yeah. So looking at, um, you know, people in cosplay outfits, mm. you don't really see. And what about you listening there? Is there any favourites that we've missed, any ones of that yours? Of course, we've only gone from the Australian perspective. Uh, my wife, Tammy, is English, and when we were talking about this just before I came in, uh, she mentioned a couple of different ones that I had no idea what she was talking about. I guess the only other one that I would think of was probably the Wombles. But, oh, the um, Wombles. But that they were great. sort of more a puppety type thing than anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you've got any that we've missed, any that you'd like to talk about, we'll certainly circle back around and mention them again. Uh, let us know. Once was cool podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that's, um, I guess that's kid shows and mascots really. Well, yeah. And it, it, you know, I think there's a, a bit of disappointment, I suppose for, for me that there's nothing out there for the kids the way that it was for us, but I suppose it's all about animation and, um, you know, uh, CGI and stuff like that. So I'm sure, you know, even us growing up as Power Rangers, you know, with Power Rangers and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, Monkey and shows like that. Yeah, so there was lots of sort of... But none of the big weird waistcoat wearing, no pants wearing, big animals though. No. Nothing and like that anymore. No, nothing. Or oh, they wouldn't be allowed to. You'd be offending bears or cats or something because that's, <laughs> you know... Uh, being uh, Humphrey B. Bear and, you know, won't get into the political side of it. No, but, let's, um, let's not. No, so um, I think they were great. I thought they were great when when I was growing up. Look forward to seeing them every day. You know, that was, um, you know, uh, my wife's got a an actual Humphrey B. Bear um, sort of plasticky type doll that she still got from when she was a kid. Nice. And it was actually... Her brothers as well. So between the, they only had one doll to share. No, but you know it was um, her brothers, and now she's got it. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean it's you know fifty years old. This thing. Mm. Mm. She's old. Bit of nostalgia. <laughs> bit of nostalgia there. Yeah. All right. On that note, we'll let that go. Get in no. touch. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for telling a friend. Uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, we. Thanks, Simon. No worries. Thanks, Dave. Bye bye.